host of the Life After Life podcast. I want to invite you to become a patron of the podcast. For just five euro per month, you will get ad-free content, video episodes, exclusive events and discounts throughout the year as a thank you for your support. Check out the link to my Patreon page in the description box attached or go to Patreon and search for Life After Life with Sandy Bird. Hey, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. So just before I jump into this week's topic, I just want to thank you all for being here. Um, You know, the podcast developed from some Facebook lives that I began doing when the pandemic broke out in 2020, and it developed into this podcast. And, you know, just even writing out the script for this podcast, I cannot believe that I'm recording the 86th episode. So I just want to say thank you for sticking with me, for sharing the podcast and for leaving feedback uh, across the various platforms. Um, It really, you know, it really means a lot to me. And, you know, I'm recording this podcast in mid-April of 2023. And today really is the first sign of spring that we're getting here in Tipperary in Ireland. And, you know, I judge the weather by Irish standards and spring means that I have the washing line full of clothes and it's not raining. (laughs) That's uh, a good day in Ireland. And I should say it's not raining yet anyway. I hope it doesn't rain later. But on days like this, when I was a little girl, you know, my grandmother used to bring out all her clothes and all her coats from the wardrobe and she's just hang them out in the fresh air to freshen them up after the winter. And there really is nothing like the smell of fresh air on your clothes. It just makes you feel good, doesn't it? And, you know, I'm looking out the window here while I'm talking and the sun is trying its best to shine. And everyone that I've met today has a smile on their face. And this is the kind of positive energy that's important, okay? It's important, especially when we talk about spirit communication. You know, because, you know, we've we know this because we've discussed it countless times in the past that spirit and spirit communication is all about energy. So if your energy is low or if you're sad, then it would be that bit more difficult for you to communicate with spirit. So on days like today, get outside in the fresh air, listen to the sounds of life around you and ground yourself. Because, you know, no matter how connected you may be to spirit, you are still living a physical life here on earth. So keeping your connection to the physical world is so important. Okay. now today I do want to talk to you about your spirit guides and how you can encourage communication with them. Okay. so first, let's briefly discuss the difference between a spirit guide and an angel because I have heard people describe them as the same thing and they are definitely not the same. An angel is a celestial being, okay? They're spiritual. They've never lived as human beings in this world or they've never, you know, lived as humans on earth, if you like. 
But a spirit guide, it's that's someone who has lived as a human on Earth. And they would have lived many lifetimes before they returned to the spirit world with all of their knowledge and their experience. And they have developed to the point of being able to guide other people. Hence, they're spirit guides. Okay? Your spirit guides, they're not people that you knew in this lifetime. They're not. And I I know it is possible, okay, it absolutely is possible for your own loved ones to watch over you and to provide you with assistance. They are not your spirit guides. You will never have met your spirit guides in person, okay? And some people refer to talking to their angels or talking to their spirit guides or sending messages or thoughts out to the universe, particularly when we talk about the law of attraction. And honestly, it doesn't matter what you call it, as long as you realize that you are reaching out to something higher than yourself, a higher power, if you want to call it that, okay? So in this episode, I'm going to refer specifically to communicating with your spirit guides. But the idea is the same, whether you're calling it spirit guides, angels, or the universe. Um. Now, it is important for me to point out that everyone has a team of spirit guides, okay, a full team. We never get just one guide. And even many budding mediums, you know, get confused about this because we often hear mediums talk about their spirit guide telling them stuff or whispering in their ear. And while I'm not saying that this communication isn't happening, they are actually communicating with their spirit communicator. Okay, so as I said, we all have a team of spirit guides that help us with different aspects of life. So if we take me as an example, okay, I have a guide that helps me to do psychic work. I have another guide that helps me with my healing work. And then when it comes to mediumship, I have several different guides. I have a guide that helps me communicate with children who have passed. I have another guide who helps me to communicate with victims of suicide, you know, and so on and so forth. I have a big team that helps me, but if I were to communicate with all of my team every time I wanted to do a reading for someone, you know, you can imagine how confusing that would be, okay? It would be like a group of cackling hens clucking away in my head and I wouldn't be able to understand anything that they were trying to give me. So in order to combat any confusion, what I have is a spirit communicator. So the spirit communicator is a go-between. The spirit communicator gets the information from the spirit team and brings it back to me. So in this way, I don't have excess noise going on in my energy and it avoids confusion. Okay, and this is important for you to understand because some people get hung up on getting to know all of their spirit team and building relationships with them. And I say to you, you know, look at your spirit guides like you looked at your teachers at school. They are there to teach you and to guide you. But you don't need to have an individual relationship with each one of them in order for them to do this for you. Okay, you didn't know the first names. Well, at least I didn't um, in my convent school. We didn't know the first names of our or the history of any of our teachers. Okay, and in the same way, you don't need to know all of this information for your spirit guides. Okay, they can still help you and guide you effectively. And sometimes it's better to keep that little bit of distance as well. 
Now, I'm not saying that you can't. And over time, you may build up a relationship with one or two of your guides. My closest relationship that I have built up is with my guide, Francois. He's my guide who helps me with my healing. And I say that, you know, this is because when I do healing, I go into trance mediumship. Now, you may not have heard of trance mediumship. Trans mediumship is where you allow the spirit to step into your body, if you like. So even though it's me doing the healing, it's not really, it's my guide Francois. So he comes into my energy. So he controls all of the energy, you know, um, and he does the healing. Okay, so it's kind of a lazy thing for me to do. But I always feel that it's because I go into trance and Francois actually enters my body, okay? And, you know, we blend together so closely. And because of this, I have become aware of some of his history over the years, okay? So my point here is to concentrate on what you are learning from them instead of looking to see what you can learn about them, okay? But what I want to concentrate on more specifically here in this episode is how we can communicate with our spirit guides. Because, you know, let's face it, we all want to ask them for something, you know, or some guidance even at some point of our lives. So therefore, the first thing that I'm going to talk about is gratitude. Okay. And I know that we've discussed this before when talking about angels, but the same applies for our spirit guides. Because, you know, who wants to help someone who's never grateful for anything that you do for them? And it's also the power of showing our gratitude that has created this whole power of positive thinking or the law of attraction that people talk so much about. You know, that really is just another term for talking to your spirit guides. But when you're showing gratitude, you're showing a positivity. And when you're positive about something, you're giving thanks for it. And therefore, our spirit guides give us more, okay? So if you tell them that you're happy with something, that you like it, that you enjoy it, that this is what you want, they'll continue to give you more. But when you're not happy, okay, when, when we're not happy, we have a tendency to neither show appreciation or hope, okay? Even But even when something in life isn't working out for you, you can still communicate with your spirit guides or your angels, whatever you want to call it. And you can tell them that while you're grateful for their guidance and the lessons that you are learning, what you would actually prefer is whatever. OK, then tell them, you know, tell them what it is that you would like or need. OK, and I even did this for myself there a week ago last Friday. It was Good Friday. OK. And uh, something didn't go right for me. And I actually posted on my personal Facebook page um, because I was very frustrated. But my message was to thank my angels and my guides for the lesson in patience that they gave to me on that day. OK. And, you know, those of you who know me, you know that I'm fierce and patient and just that kind of a person. So this was a real truth for me that I know that I needed to learn more about patience. But in, you know, even writing this message down, this was me sending a message of gratitude to my spirit guides that I recognized and appreciated the lesson that I was being given. OK, so I could have spent the day, you know, in bad form, attracting more negativity. But by communicating with my guides and acknowledging the lesson, both me and they were able to move on past it. OK, so it's just the little things because, you know, don't forget that they're there to guide us. 
Now, I know that I have my life path information from my numerology, okay? I'm a numerologist. I, I do my own numerology. I do my numerology. I do numerology for all of my family every year. But knowing my life path and my life path number and sequence, you know, I know that patience is one of the challenges that I'm I, I should say impatience is one of the challenges that I need to overcome in this lifetime. Okay, so I do appreciate all the reminders that my guides send to me. And you know, we have to remember that there's a reason for everything. And it's important to recognize that our spirit guides will work with other people's spirit guides to ensure that there is learning and development in every situation for every party. Okay. So the first one is gratitude and it's a big thing guys and you hear people talking about it all the time. It's just a little thank you even at the end of the, the day. Thank you spirit guides. Thank you angels. Thank you for everything. You know thank you for getting me through today for the lessons that I've learned the challenges that I've faced. Okay you need to say it. And that leads on to number two because the second thing that I'm going to say to you about communicating with your guides is to be very clear. Okay. Now, absolutely, our guides can read our minds, okay? So they know what we're thinking. And, you know, we're always thinking about what we need or what we want. Let's face it, we are. <laughs> we're selfish. Okay, that's okay. But how many times have you thought something and then immediately thought afterwards that you don't deserve it or you change your mind that it's not what you want anyway, okay? We go through a lot of thought patterns when we are coming to a decision. Um, this is why you know, clarity in our communication is so important when it comes to telling our guides what it is that we need or want. So when you are sure that you've made a decision about something, talk clearly to them. Talk out loud to them as if you were talking to a physical person in the room with you. Okay, now I tend to talk to my guides when I'm in my car. Okay, so when you're talking to them, give them a detailed detailed description of what it is that you want or need and always finish it with this or something better okay because you know when you say this when you add this or something better to the end of your request then you're giving them permission to adjust what you have described so that it fits in with your soul plan for this life because you know we're always supposed to be anyway learning and developing but we're also telling them that we really do want a minimum of something. Okay, so this or something better. And you know, we're only human. You know, we don't have the knowledge that our angels and our spirit guides have. So we won't be aware of all the possibilities that might be similar to, but better than what we're actually asking them for. So we have to put a little bit of trust um, in there as well. Okay, so, as well as being totally transparent with your wants and needs, you need to be clear with your vision of what it is that you want or need. And if any of you out there have ever studied the teachings of Bob Proctor, you will be very familiar with this concept because it's something that Bob always asked of his students. So when asking your guides, um, your universe, the angels, whatever you want to call it, but when you're asking them something, be uh, as specific as possible so that you will get everything you are thinking of, okay? Um, so I'm gonna give you an example, but I'm, okay, I'm gonna use a very simple example here, okay? 
So if I'm going to go out for a special occasion, okay, and I'm going to go shopping for an outfit, okay, because I'm a woman and there is nothing in my wardrobe that would suffice. I need something new, okay. But where I live, there isn't a great selection of boutiques, okay, there's not. So I would put it out there that, you know, what I want, okay, so say for example, if I say I want a green dress to wear, okay, but that's not enough to tell your guides because, you know, there's lots of different kinds of dresses and lots of different kinds of greens. So I have to describe what dress exactly that I want, but also how I imagine that I will look in it and how it will make me feel, okay? So I'd say I want a green dress, okay, in a deep green that will match my hair and my skin tone. I want it, the dress to be long and flowing. And when I wear it, I'll feel the silky material. So I want a silky material on my skin because that will make me feel like a princess. So when I wear it, I will feel sexy and attractive and I will look the best that I have looked for a long time. Okay, so you get the drift. You're not just imagining or picturing what it is you want. You're picturing how you will feel when you get it, what your life will be like, okay? How it makes you feel, how it will make other people around you perceive you, all that kind of stuff, okay? So you have to describe it in as much detail as you possibly can, okay? So um, again, an example okay if you're looking for someone to love in life okay so I'm female so I'm going to describe a situation where I might be looking for a male partner okay so I'd want to think you know well I, I'd imagine I would think <laughs> I've been with my husband a long time but if I was going out looking to meet somebody new I would want to meet someone who was attracted to me in the same way that I am attracted to him I want him to be kind and caring okay and I'll get more specific and picky and you know it would be important to me that he's taller than me okay and that he enjoys the same pastimes as I do I envisage him to be a non-smoker and a non-drinker as I am I want him to take pride in his work and I'd also prefer if he's someone who would envisage himself having a family in the future because I would envisage myself having a family in the future Okay, I would envisage this relationship um, as fulfilling, um, but complementary to the life that I have. I want to be happy with this person and feel loved in the same way that I will love him and we will be equal partners in this relationship. Okay, um, I'm laughing, okay, because as I said, <laughs> I'm saying all of this, but I am with my husband uh, since I was 18 years old, <laughs> but I'm just thinking I might need to update his job description after saying all of that. <laughs> I'm joking, Dennis, if he's listening. Anyway, I hope that you get the idea with what I'm saying about being clear with everything that you envisage about the situation that you're asking for assistance with. And, you know, you might be thinking with the examples that I'm giving you that I'm very selfish, okay? And, you know, just know that you can also ask your guides to help you with relatives who are ill or ensuring that you find an adequate home to rent. You know, I mean, I just used two simple examples there. You really can ask for their assistance with anything. And the third thing that I'm going to tell you is to be willing to do something towards your goals, okay? 
always remember that when you are communicating with your guides, that you are asking them for assistance. You're not asking for them to control your whole life. So if you ask them for something, then you need to also do something towards achieving your goals also, okay? So go back to the example where I was looking for a green dress, okay? Amazon aren't just going to deliver it to my door while I sit at home and hope, okay? I either need to go to the shops to find it or I need to browse online. It's not just gonna magically uh, manifest in front of me, okay? If I want to meet a new boyfriend or girlfriend, I need to put myself in situations where I can meet people and not sit at home on the couch waiting for them to knock on my door, okay? Your guides can only put potential in your path if you get up and walk that path, okay? So go to a coffee shop or a library or wherever you like to spend time and get yourself into a position where spirit can send someone to you. Okay, you can sit back and expect them to do all of the work. I hope that makes sense, okay? Um, also, when we're talking about spirit guides, now you will hear people tell you that you will have guides that come and go throughout your lifetime. Now, I'm not sure that I buy into that idea, if I'm honest, because in my experience, we are assigned guides for us throughout our lifetime, okay? Do I think that our guides only help us? No, absolutely not. I do believe that a guide may be assigned to more than one person at once, depending what their area of expertise is. But that doesn't mean that they're any less dedicated to us. The thing here to remember is that as we develop, we will have cause to reach out to more guides, ones that we haven't used before. Okay, so for example, when I was a little girl, I only used my clairvoyance. So I relied on my guide for that heavily. But as my abilities developed and I began to use my clairsentience more, then I connected with that guide and I took their guidance on board more. So it's not that guides come and go, it's more that we use different aspects of our abilities at different times. And we go through different eras of our lives at different times. So we don't need them all at once, okay? So I hope this helps you to reach out to your guides and your angels more in the future. You know, they are there for you. And, you know, we discussed with um, Nicole Carr a couple of episodes ago when she told us about her near-death experience. And she told us, she brought the message back from our angels that they will only intervene when we ask them to, because we have free will to do as we choose in this life. But, you know, don't forget to acknowledge that you have been given a support network to lean on, whether that's your friends and family here on Earth or your guides and your angels in the spirit world. And, you know, my favorite thing to say to people when I'm doing readings and people always say, you know, oh, I don't have anybody to support me or, you know, I can't talk to this person or that person. And, you know, my favorite thing to say, and I'm always saying it to people, is that, you know, you didn't arrive on this Earth like Superman in a spaceship on your own. Okay, you were born into a family. You know, um, I know some people's families aren't supportive. I totally get that. But you have a circle of people around you. You have friends, you have acquaintances. There's lots of support groups. There's lots of support in this world. But just acknowledge too that there's also lots of support outside of this world, in the spirit world for you. So do reach out, even if it's just to say at the end of a day, 
thank you for helping me make it through this day. Okay, thank you that I got something to eat. Thank you that I, you know, landed that client at work, whatever the case may be. Okay, just reach out, show your gratitude. That's the biggest part, okay? So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it gives you more insight into what we're talking about when we're talking about the law of attraction or the power of positive thinking. It's all just other ways of referring to, um, you know, how we communicate with our spirit guides and our angels, okay? So with that, I will say goodbye for now. And, you know, thank you so much for listening. Please do take the time to leave a review or a rating on whichever platform you are listening to the podcast on, as it does help more people to find me. So guys, until the next time, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit.